0: Okay, let's get right into it. How do you speak to yourself? Not out loud, but how, when you look in the mirror, um, and it's not just about looks, but when you, usually when we're looking in the mirror, is, you know, a time where we may not say nice things to ourselves. Um, Or if we see photos of ourselves, maybe you don't like the way you look. Unless you went for a fabulous photo session, (laughs) then you love the way you look because, you know, it's a fabulous photo session. It made you really love who you are. But anyhow, my question is, how are you speaking to yourself? Is it nice? Is it harsh? Um, Do you have patience with yourself? And these are those little thoughts that you hear um, within your head at certain times when it comes to being up for a job promotion. If it comes to starting a business, um, this is where imposter syndrome steps in. How are you speaking to yourself? So we're going to talk about five signs of self-sabotage because the way you talk to yourself could definitely be sabotaging your future efforts and where you're trying to get. So let's talk about sign number one, negative self-talk. I'll never be able to, I hate my fill in the blank, I can't, I'm tired of, we've probably said something from all four of these sentences and finished it off with so many different things. I'll never be able to reach that goal. I'll never be able to get that promotion. I'll never be able to afford that item, whatever it is. I hate my body. I hate my life. I hate my boss. Whatever the case may be, we've all said these things at some point in our lives. Now, when you speak this way, you are not putting out a good energy to your brain to even believe in yourself to get to whatever you're wanting to change. Speaking this way will not change your current situation. So just know that. Negative self-talk will not change your current situation. In fact, it makes you have an even more detrimental outlook on your current situation. And so instead of being able to leverage your situation and say, I want to make the best of this to get to move forward and get to my next destination, my next um, way of leveling up, you're going backwards. I can't. I'm tired. I don't want to. I don't deserve. These are all words that enable you to not get to where you're going. I I mean how many times have you, you know, heard your your kids' teachers or when they're in class, even when they're little babies in there in daycare or whatever, you know, wherever you send your children, you always hear them talking positive to the kids. Making sure the children are speaking positive to themselves. You remember the little engine that could. That was so children could maintain a positive outlook on life and be confident in themselves as they're growing up and as they're meeting milestones. And as long as you are alive, you have milestones to meet. And if you are speaking to yourself in a negative way, those milestones now become burdens. Maybe it's not something you look forward to anymore because you're too busy you know not appreciating where you are we have to stop the negative self-talk you don't deserve it and it's getting you into negative feelings just by what you're subconsciously saying to yourself so we've got to stop that that is sign number one that you are sabotaging yourself sign number two self-medicating. This is a touchy subject, but what I really want to emphasize, and I know the first thing that people think of is drugs and or alcohol. Self-medicating is not always a substance to soothe pain. For instance, if you want to avoid feeling something in this day and age, in this digital age in 2023, The easiest thing to do is what? Find a device and tune in because now you're tuning out what you don't want to face. It's so easy to pick up your cell phone, scroll through an app, go shopping online, FaceTime someone, whatever it is to avoid feeling whatever this pain or this irritation is currently in your life. Self-medicating can come in the form of habits not necessarily habits that are conducive to you you know learning something new but and I don't don't, I'm not gonna label anything as a good or bad habit because that is subjective but it can come in the form of let's say um and this is a common one you're feeling sad about something so you're like oh I'm sad I'm gonna have some ice cream it's not a drug but too much of anything is, is not a good thing. So it could define itself as a drug if you're using it to soothe and numb whatever issue that you are not wanting to face. So it's not always a substance, but there are people, tons of people who do suffer from substance abuse. If that tends to be you, please get the proper help that you need. There are resources available to you online everywhere so if substance abuse is something that you suffer with do seek help but i wanted to point out that self-medicating is not just substance abuse um i think a lot of times oh so (laughs) my friend said that her son was in a room um getting ready for bed and she had left the room to do something and she turned the light off and, and she was telling him you know make sure you get off your ipad it's time for bed and she closed the door and went on to do whatever and so when she came back in the room he had been on the iPad but he tried to hide it he was under the covers and um, she you know voiced some frustration to me saying hey you know I told him not to do that but he disobeyed me and he, he still was using his iPad past screen time you know that he's allowed and so she asked him you know why were you on your iPad mommy told you that it was time to put it away and he says well, I was afraid. So she was like, well, what is the iPad going to do? He said it it was distracting me. He was distracting himself from fear. And just as I mentioned, like reaching for your cell phone or getting a laptop, watching Netflix, whatever it may be. Those are the things that we go to to avoid something that we need to face and actually take care of or get to the root root cause of why it's causing us pain or irritation. So number two is self-medicating, be it a substance or something you turn to that you've developed a habit around to receive comfort. The third sign is avoiding challenge. This one is very common because you're not good enough, right? Once again, that negative self-talk. If you're practicing speaking to yourself in such an ugly way, you're not going to want to be up for a challenge. Now, people who step up to the plate for a challenge outweigh, they they know that stepping up to that challenge, that the hard work and dedication to get to the goal is going to outweigh their fears, their doubts, and everything else. Even though you may feel you aren't good enough, think about what changes will come about and how that will change your life once you do step up to the challenge and crush it. So if you're up for a promotion at work, as we talked about before, maybe there's some things that have to be done, that your promotion is contingent upon you meeting certain goals, which is usually how that works. Perhaps you have to take on more responsibility. Maybe you're now in a position of leadership and you're like, yes, you know, I'm going to get a pay raise, but you're not thinking about the fact that you're going to have to add some things to your daily routine to perform to perform that job optimally in order to qualify for this um, promotion or raise and so then once you've met with your manager or your boss whoever it is who talks to you about what the expectations are in order for you to get this promotion maybe you go think it over and you're like oh I don't know If I want to take on that much responsibility, will I be a good person and a good leader? Um, But so-and-so in accounting doesn't really like me. Or, you know, am I going to be able to get my message across? If you're someone who's thinking about starting your own business when it comes to content creation, or maybe you want to start a podcast, maybe you want to write a book. And you know that when you smash that goal, it's going to feel amazing. But then there's those thoughts that come in. You avoid the challenge because now you've allowed negative self-talk to take over. You now believe everything you've been telling yourself, so you avoid the challenge. I'm not ready. I don't think I, I'm, I'm worthy of this. So-and-so can do it better than me. He or she's been doing it for years. Why, why would they want me to get the promotion? Or who am I to ask for it? Who am I to speak on or to be a life coach or a wellness coach. There's so many people out there doing it because you're now saying you're not good enough. And what are you doing? Avoiding the challenge. So as you can see, the first sign we talked about was negative self-talk. And that turns into self-medicating because you're now speaking ugly to yourself, but you want to feel better. So you self-medicate and you avoid challenges all because you're feeling nasty from the first two signs. It's a vicious cycle and you've got to get out of it. If you are in this situation, please know that there are things you can do to turn to change your mindset. Your mindset is everything. It's, it is such a quintessential part of elevating your life is to change your mindset. The fourth sign <laughs> is people-pleasing. Someone is always going to find fault in you. So wh- why not just do what feels right for you? Easier said than done, right? Because if we go back to number three, you're not good enough. So you avoid the challenge. So you just say it's easier to please people and give them what they want so that no one will dislike me. No one will you know have attention on me. But guess what? It doesn't matter. If it feels right to you, Even if you try to please everyone, there will always be someone who doesn't like you, doesn't care for you. They're not fond of the way you do things. So you may as well march to the beat of your own drum when it comes to how you want to live your life because it's your life. So people pleasing is a really big problem for a lot of people, especially if they're in the headspace of not feeling worthy or they have imposter syndrome or Someone has told them or made them feel as if they are not worthy of whatever goal they are trying to reach, and there is a show um' i think i'm gonna i'm gonna mention the biggest loser because I feel that on the biggest loser, a lot of those contestants felt so unworthy that They wanted to prove a point. And of course, you know, the coaches were really hard on them for them to stick to their exercise routine and their diet and nutrition plan. But I have to say that I think there was a little bit of people pleasing going on in that scenario because a lot of those people have gained their weight back. If not some of it, all of it, or even more of it because that was not sustainable for them. That is probably not a way they wanted to live their life. And to get through The program, of course, there was a carrot being dangled at the end. There was an end goal, a prize or whatever. And so there was a lot of people pleasing that went on with the contestants. You want to please the coach. You want to please the judges, all of that. And um, I I just don't think that they, (laughs) I don't think that these people really understood that they were exercising out of a place of self-hatred. And... Sometimes, when you hate something so bad, you do have enough drive to change it. But at the cost of pleasing yourself, when it comes to other people being satisfied with how you do things, I'm not in agreement with that. So, procrastination. There's never going to be the perfect time. (laughs) You're never going to feel 100% ready. Do it anyway. For the people in the back, there will never be the perfect time you may not feel 100 percent ready do it anyway because if you are having feelings of fear that's gonna go back to number one you're going to end up talking negatively to yourself and we're spiraling downward we are trying this is an uphill battle if you've been through some adverse times if you suffered loss Grief, any of these things that cause you to not feel worthy of who you are as an individual. You're going to you're going to exhibit a lot of these signs. And procrastination is a side effect of feeling unworthy, in my opinion. For me personally, I cannot speak for everyone else. Um, there may be things that you're capable of doing, but you doubt your ability to finish them or to do them at the most optimal level, so you procrastinate. I'll be honest, I was a big procrastinator all of college, all of going to school. I was that student, if the assignment was due at twelve or 11.59 p.m. and we had a week to do it, and it was due on a Sunday at 11.59 p.m., guess when I started it? 6 p.m. Sunday evening, and I turned it in at 11:57, 11:58. I'm not <laughs> recommending that anybody do that, but that was me. If I feel overwhelmed, <clears throat> excuse me. If I feel any kind of overwhelm, I'll procrastinate on something. And to get me out of that, I've learned to time block. I will sit down with my Google Calendar and/or planner. <clears throat> And actually designate time for each task that needs to be done. Set a timer and say from this time to this time, I have an hour to get this done. And it works for me. And I actually look forward to completing my task list versus procrastination. So just to review, number one, the number one, uh, the first sign of you sabotaging yourself is negative self-talk saying things like I'll never be able to I hate my fill in the blank I can't I'm tired of stop the negative self-talk you're getting nowhere the second sign is self-medicating once again not necessarily a substance or a drink but it could be food it could be uh shopping spending it could be watching Social media, too much, or binge watching TV shows, anything that takes you away from what you're needing to face so that you don't feel that pain, you don't feel uncomfortable, that is self medicating. The third one is avoiding challenge. Because you feel you aren't good enough, you're going to avoid a challenge. So if you start with not talking negative to yourself, you'll be up for the challenge. The fourth one is people pleasing. Once again, someone's always going to find something wrong with how you live your life. They're going to find faults in how you speak, who you hang out with, how, you're, how the way you're home. It doesn't matter. So do what feels right for you because someone will always be dissatisfied. And the last one is procrastination. There will never be the perfect time. You may not feel 100% ready, but do it anyway. I would like to... Let you all know that you can always email me at yourcouragematters at gmail.com. If you have something to say, something to share, questions that you would like for me to discuss, topics you want to hear, please email me at yourcouragematters at gmail.com. I read and respond to every single email that I receive. I have already received some, even though this is only my eighth episode on the Courageously Heard podcast, and it was very exciting. So email me, that is yourcouragematters at gmail.com. And I look forward to you guys tuning in to the next episode.